History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its Decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started and it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash justnews. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports. Oh, what a show we got for you today. First off, I'm having a little bit of fun. I have to admit it. I'm having a little bit of fun. The Donald Trump interview is getting so much of the woke media a little more woke. They're up in arms about what he said. The fact that I did the interview, they've been personally attacked me. Heck, even Jimmy Kimmel got in on it last night. I guess he didn't have something funnier to talk about because he's not that funny anymore. So he decided to pick on me in the interview. I don't mind at all because tonight I'm going to respond in kind, not because I'm funny, but because I'm a reporter with facts. He suggested there was no basis to this idea that there was a $3.5 million transaction between Elena Baterina, the Russian oligarch in London, and a company associated with Hunter Biden. We're going to prove Jimmy Kimmel wrong. It won't be a laughing matter, but it will be fun to do anyways. But check that out later tonight. I think we'll have that up on the website, hopefully by the morning. Now, we've got a great show for you. Congressman Austin Scott, who I'm a big fan of. I just think he gives us a great sense of the pulse of Congress, the pulse of the country, the pulse of the conservative movement. He's here. We're going to talk about everything. Nothing's off limits. We may ask him about Madison Cawthorn, who's had a couple rough days making allegations backing away from them, getting counseled by Kevin McCarthy. We're going to talk a little bit about that, but we also want to talk about Russia, the war, America's reliance on enemies when we don't need the decision that Joe Biden just made a few minutes ago to release millions and millions and millions and millions of barrels of oil from our strategic reserve, which, by the way, are really kept for times of war. It makes you a little worried. We're seeing instability. He wants to dump it out just to lower prices rather than ramp up production in the United States. You figure that one out. We're going to cover all that with Austin Scott. And then we had an amazing interview last night. Carrie Lake, who's a former journalist. You know, I'm still a journalist. She was a former one. She used to practice what I do. She was a very respected anchor in the Phoenix market. She's running now as the Republican gubernatorial candidate in the state of Arizona. Amanda and I had a great interview with her. She said something. She made a commitment. She put it on tape that on her first 
day as governor, if she were to be lucky enough to be elected as Arizona governor, she's going to do something dramatic about the border. Not small, historical. We're going to play that interview so you can hear her promise, hear why she's doing it, what she has in mind. Maybe she'll encourage other gubernatorial candidates to start to get behind the same concept. Check it out. That'll be the second interview today. All right. Why waste any more time when you've got Austin Scott and Carrie Lake sitting in the wings? Let's do a quick commercial break here from our great advertisers and sponsors. We'll come right back. First up, Congressman Austin Scott from the great state of Georgia. Newsy interview, as always, I'm sure. All right, folks, we'll be right back. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now, get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews. And extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. So glad to have this next guest joining us again. Every time he comes on, we learn something about the world, about America, about things that the media aren't talking about that we should be talking about. Joining us from the great state of Georgia is Congressman Austin Scott. Congressman, great to have you on today. Hey, thanks for having us, John. You were on a few weeks ago as the uh, Ukraine-Russia conflict was just beginning, uh, and you said something that a lot of people weren't saying. Now everybody sees it. We are on the cusp of not only a, a global crisis, a food crisis. We were going to have problems with fertilizer food. Uh, you have some new developments on that, some reports that Russia is going to be cutting off seed, which could really affect the world. Talk a little bit about how Russia's domino effect is going to affect us later this year. Yeah, so, so you know, for the most part, when, when we think about sunflowers in, in the U.S., we uh, maybe we buy a little sunflower oil. Maybe when we're 
you know, uh, filling up with four dollar a gallon gas. Now we uh, we buy a small bag of sunflower seed <laughs> right? uh, to to eat. And uh, but what people need to know is that across the world, sunflower and sunflower oil is a big, big food item for the majority of the people. And what Russia has recently done is, is a step even further away from from the norms in that they are now issuing a ban on sunflower seed and rapeseed export, which which uh, oil also comes from uh, rapeseed. And so they're actually issuing a ban on the seed supply for the world, wow. not not just you know the actual oil or the or the commodity that comes from it. And so, again, just very dangerous territory, John, that we have not seen. Uh, they, in, in, in recent history, they are number one supplier of nitrogen in the world. Right. Uh, they in Belarus are number two and number three in, in potash. And, and the thing that, that America's got to learn from this, and the rest of the world's got to learn from this, is we cannot allow ourselves to become dependent on countries that do not share our interests or our values in anything, whether it be energy or whether it be food or whether it be pharmaceuticals or, or our economy. And um, you know, it doesn't mean that you can't have some trade back and forth, but there's a difference in trade that you're able to get a, a, a square deal on and, and dependence. Yeah, and, and we got sleepy on that both with China and Russia. There That's are right. lots of places I don't think Americans know that we have a enormous interdependence with Russia. Uh, we saw it with the oil and gas, and you know, we had a scramble to try to make up that 2 or 3% of our energy supply. 20% or one-fifth of all uranium that powers our nuclear reactors comes from Russia now because of some deals that the Biden-Obama administration made back in the early 2010-2015 period. But there's another one that I know you focus on because it involves our ability to get satellites and, and to do control space. Uh, rocket engines, talk a little bit about why that puts America at such a disadvantage right now. Yeah, so so for years we, were, we had... Uh because of bad policy inside the U.S., become dependent on Russians' rocket engines to launch the satellites that we're dependent on into space. And so, fortunately, because of the private sector uh, stepping in now, we're not nearly as dependent on those rockets from Russia. But uh, again, uh, because of bad policy that says you can't mine, you can't manufacture, you can't do all of these things inside of the United States, uh, or, or the cost of the bad rules and regulations of, of manufacturing those those items inside the United States, we literally had become dependent on Russia for, for rocket engines to launch the satellites. And so fortunately, there's there's the private sector and um, uh, capitalism saving, saving America and the world again uh, that has that come, come about. And now you see uh, Musk and others who are, who are these great uh, entrepreneurs that have provided an avenue that allows us to launch satellites without ha- having to have the Russian uh, rockets, but you know, just again, John, it, it's it's a it's an area where, because of bad policy, we in the United States had become dependent on a country that that does not share our interests or our values. Yeah, it's it is remarkable, and you know, I, I, funny, I was down in Georgia shortly after uh, I interviewed last time, and someone came up there, heard the interview, and said, you know, Congress has got he's got so much common sense. Common sense is what we want in our political leaders. You look at the Biden administration. After all of the awakening that occurred from the Russia conflict that, oh, my God, we have these interdependencies, we've given Putin geopolitical advantage over us. His response to it isn't to ramp up our own energy supply or to turn to Canada. It's, all right, let's dump out the emergency reserves we have and maybe we can get some oil from Venezuela and Iran. 
almost going back to the failed playbook of let's go to our enemies and not use our internal strengths to win this supply battle. Do you think there's a moment where Congress wakes up in a big way and says, listen, we're too dependent on China, too dependent on Venezuela, too dependent on Russia. We're going to insource, create a manufacturing renaissance, an energy renaissance like we had under President Trump. Do you think Congress is ready for that moment? I, I, I think America is ready for that moment. And I think that in November, the Americans are going to go to the polls, and I think they're going to vote for that moment to happen. And then the question is, uh, will the current team in the White House actually accept that moment? And so if you look back at, at what happened in the last election, I mean, no, nobody thought President Trump had a chance, right? Yeah. Did not have a chance. And yet Democrats, Republicans, and independents went to the polls and voted for him. And because he, he was talking about uh, American innovation, American jobs, American ingenuity, uh, and, and look how how much progress we were making during the first two years of his administration. And then COVID hits and we, and we take this huge step back, but, right. but that America is still there. And so I think that America goes to the polls in November. I think they vote overwhelmingly for, for Republicans to take the house and the Senate. And then we will have to John use uh, the appropriation measures to force the uh, Biden administration to undo their bad policy and, and, and accept good policy that will, We'll hopefully be able to put in. We will be able to put in to the appropriation riders. So I, I, I believe in this country. I think the vast majority of Americans believe in this country. And you, you know, November's coming, and and we're going to fix some of this stuff. Uh, with regard to the, the the oil and and tapping the reserves, I, you know, if if I'm cutting the grass, and and my main tank goes empty and I turn the switch to the reserve tank, it means I better be looking yeah. for somewhere else, right? To, to, to get my fuel for, for some more fuel, I should say. I, I, I want to I get that fuel from someone who's a friend of mine and, and we can produce it right here in America. I mean, all, all he's got to do is, is undo his anti-energy policies and, and yet he just, he refuses to do it. And so in a way, He's making it worse because if you tap the reserve today, that means that reserve won't be there tomorrow. And who knows what's going to happen across the world with the current war that's going on. That's it. We're literally making a very risky bet. This is a game of Russian roulette, no pun intended. No pun intended, yeah, right. Because, right. Uh, you know, we're, we're, this is supposed to be there for times of war or huge crisis. And that's we're, right. We're doing it for convenience because we cut off our own energy supply. And I just keep scratching my head saying, where's the common sense? I think we found it when we talked to you. That's the good news. Yeah, when you burn through the reserves, you don't have the reserves, right? Yeah. And, yep. and so whether it's a storm or a war, and we are in a war right now. That's I think, right. I think everybody realizes that. Yep. Yeah, no, so true uh, in many ways. Do you see this as a mandate election? You know, they don't come around very often. 1980 was a mandate election. Is this a mandate election where America speaks with such clarity that the agenda and the silliness of Washington really gets pushed back in a way that only can happen maybe once in a generation? I think so. I mean, it, it happened in 2010. Uh, the Democrats kept doubling down on, on their agenda That's at the right. stage, and uh, we won an unprecedented number of seats in 2010. I think I think that uh, the same thing happens here in, in November. That's obviously up to the voters, but the Democrats keep doubling down on their, their anti-American, anti-energy, anti-food policies. And, you know, John, if you're, uh, if you're getting up in the morning and going to work, 
your pay raises are not offsetting the increased cost of living in this oh, country. You're running backwards you're, right now. Yeah. If you're retired and living off your Social Security or your retirement plan, you're not you're not even getting the wage increases. And so, I, I mean, if if you if you look at what the cost of basic necessities have done just in the last 18 months since President Biden has been um, not even 18 months since he's been sworn into office. There's a tremendous amount of damage that's been done to working Americans, and and those working Americans are going to go to the polls in November, and uh, we as the Republicans, if we're given the privilege to to govern, we're we're going to turn on American energy, we're going to turn on American innovation, and we're going to, um, you know, get American get America back back to work. Yeah, no, that's what we're all craving for. I want to turn to something that's inside the House of Congress right now. Uh, and I, I think you're uniquely qualified because you entered politics at a very young age. I think you were like 26 or 25 when you won your seat in the Georgia House of Representatives. There's a young congressman from North Carolina that has had a very troubled tenure uh, Madison Cawthorn. And yes, this week or recently, he just made some new allegations that he's been backpedaling from about cocaine fueled parties in Congress. Um, your thoughts on the damage that Madison Cawthorn has done to himself and, and to the larger Republican Party with making things that he now acknowledges were unsubstantiated? Yeah, he made extremely serious accusations when he said that he witnessed a member of Congress uh, doing cocaine. Uh, that's obviously a felony. It needs to be fully investigated. If the if the accusation is found to be true, then then that member needs to be disciplined. And and we have had members found to be doing that before, Absolutely. and those people have been expunged from Congress. On the other hand, if it's not true, and as you said, he's going back and forth on it now, then Mr. Cawthorn uh, candidly needs to be disciplined for making a false accusation. Yeah, it's it's another thing, and he's really seemed to struggle. I thought Leader McCarthy did more than just a political act yesterday. There seemed to be a little fathering going on there with uh, with him, an older politician reminding a young person, just because you're young doesn't mean you violate the rules of Congress or you, you get crazy. Do you think Kevin McCarthy has handled this uh, well, given the the uh, the issues that are they're at hand with Madison Cawthorn? I think it is in Congressman Cawthorn's court to make a public apology, a public acknowledgement that it was a false statement and as I said before, if he does not do that, if he maintains it as his true statement, then the accusations that he made uh, need to be fully investigated. And if it's found to be true, the member needs to be disciplined. And if uh, if he uh, does not publicly retract his statement and the investigation shows that his accusations were not true, then I think I think you know, Mr. Cawthorn should be disciplined for making the false accusations. So either way, John, I think there should be a full investigation of what he has said, unless he's willing to publicly acknowledge that it wasn't true. Accountability, something we used to have a lot in Washington. We don't get it that often, but it's clear that's what you're calling for. Accountability one way or the other, whichever way the facts fall. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we need more of that here. And it's I think people will find what you just said very refreshing. They might not find this as refreshing. It seems as though President Biden is on the cusp of repealing Title 42, which will add to an already extraordinarily overburdened southern border. We had a story the other day that CPB is seeking urgent volunteers to go down and send an army because they're expecting a crush on top of the crush we already have. Your thoughts on the border and what Title 42's repeal might do to it? Well, first and foremost, I mean, we, we should 
most Americans want the wall to be built. They understand that we have to have border security. Uh, this isn't about being mean. This is about you know protecting the integrity of, of the United States borders. And uh, that should have the the Biden administration should have never stopped the construction. You know, uh, under the Trump administration, we we had to fight tooth and nail to get it started right. and to and to make progress with it. Uh, the issue with Title 42 is that if you're seeking asylum uh, because, you're, because you're being persecuted in your home country, you shouldn't be coming through three or four or five other countries to get to the U.S. to seek it. You should be seeking it in, in your bordering country. And so it's, it's, it's been abused, and the lifting up of it is going to just make it worse and it is again. It's just an indicator of just how out of touch you know, this White House is with where the American citizens are, and and how controlled they are by a far left group of people that represents a very very small minority of this country. Yeah, yeah, that's really really true. It's really remarkable, and I think people. I think you've said this many times, and many of your colleagues now use the line: "The open border has made every state in the country a border state." Uh, sure. everybody's feeling the, the impact in terms of crime and social safety net cost. And yet it seems to be uh, the Democrats' mission to accelerate it, not to slow it down. Hey, John, let me mention one other thing Please. on that, if I can. Re- remember, they're, they're, they're dispersing the people through the, throughout the country. And then you've got states like California and New York and other areas where in municipal elections, they're allowing non-citizens to vote. Yeah. So, I mean, how does that work? It's a head-scratcher, I mean, isn't it? Yeah, that's just not right. Yeah. And and the fact that the Democrats at, are, are allowing this to continue to happen, I think they're going to revolt. I think I think American citizens are going to revolt against this in, in the November election, regardless of what party they're in. This isn't about being mean or, or anything else. It's about protecting the integrity of, of the United States, the Constitution and our and our democracy. Yeah. And there's history on this. You know, I'm old enough to remember. I was the young reporter at the Associated Press back in 95 and 96 that broke the story about the Clinton-Gore team trying to accelerate naturalizations of immigrants in the country to get as many of them registered to vote and legal to vote in 96. So the Democrats have long seen immigrants as sort of a machinery to getting more people in for voting. Uh, and now you see, you know, whether it's uh, San Francisco, New York City, uh, Maryland has several communities that have done it. They want to make non-citizens vote, or at least in uh, local elections. In your state, uh, Secretary of State Rassenberger, and there's already a law against it, but he's arguing mm-hmm. that it, it, you should get a constitutional amendment, ingrain this in the Constitution that only citizens vote in Georgia. What do you think about that? Is that a good move to make it a higher threshold to reverse this somewhere down in the future? Yeah, that's a... You know, I, I would I would obviously, if I was still in the state legislature, be supportive of that to, to put in the Constitution. But, John, who would have thought that you actually needed a constitutional amendment to say that? Isn't it amazing? Uh, you, you know, I, I wouldn't have thought that it needed to be in there. Uh, I will tell you, though, Secretary Raffensperger, I'm disappointed in sure. in, in his conduct. Yeah, a lot of people are. During the last election. Yeah. And it, it is, you've heard me say this, you know, Barack Obama got 85,000 absentee ballots in the state of Georgia. Joe Biden got 850,000 absentee ballots in the state of Georgia. Uh, the governor's election before the last presidential, I think Stacey Abrams got about 135,000 absentee ballots in the state of Georgia. And so I just don't believe that those numbers could, could have happened without ballot harvesting. Yeah. And it was his responsibility to stop it. Well, 
belatedly there's an investigation, which I guess is good news, but it doesn't, you know, there's no way to go back and fix the 2020 election now. It's over. It's gone. It's done. And, um, and that is a, an extraordinarily lost um, a moment. I want to ask you about this because in in order to make ballot harvesting possible, you had to have mass mailing of ballots and loosen up all of the absentee rules. And uh, while that's going on now, and uh, you know people are trying to put that toothpaste back in the tube for this next election, Arizona, which kind of went early on to no excuse absentee ballot, now they want to go back like this hasn't worked. We don't like this. We want to go back to traditional voting. Is there a lesson for the rest of the country in what Arizona is thinking about doing now, abandoning no excuse absentee? ballots and trying to go back to the way we should all vote, you know, in person when we can. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't have a problem with people going in and, and, and voting early right. at the polls right. in person uh, with the same driver's license that you or, or state ID that you have to show to buy Sudafed. Uh, Great point. But to just be able to mail in the ballots, I mean, you, you should have to have an excuse. I mean, we, I mean, it can be broad enough that, you know, senior citizens, you know, people with disabilities, certainly people in the military that are uh, going to be out of town. I mean, if, if, in-person vote, if in-person voting is not reasonably available to somebody, then an absentee ballot should be, should be available for them. But if, it, but if it's not, they, they should have to go to the polls to vote. Yeah. Listen, the rest of democracies around the world have no problem doing it. In fact, they modeled it after us and now they're scratching their heads like, what's going on with America? It doesn't make any sense. It's uh, pretty remarkable. Last thought, the president just released his um, defense budget. Obviously, we're in a moment where uh, the world is probably more unstable than we've seen in a long time and we're not sure where it's going. What did you think of the president's overall budget? Uh, and are we putting our money in the right places when you see Russia and China with hypersonic missiles potentially and uh, non, non, non-conventional warfare expanding? Do you feel good about the budget? Or do you think the president missed his mark on it? Well, two things I would tell you on that. One is I'm glad that he acknowledged that they have been wrong in, in, in their attempts to reduce military spending in the past. I mean, let's not, let's not forget that the Democratic Party has been pushing to reduce spending on national security. And and now they realize that that is not politically popular. And so he's come out with an increase that, that candidly won't keep pace with inflation. And so, you know, John, a, a, a couple of things that I think we need to focus on. We need to look at countries like um, Georgia and other countries in Europe that want the additional weapon systems. And we need to partner with them in, in long-term uh, uh, contractual mechanisms and funding mechanisms where we as the American citizens get a get a better deal for our dollars because they're paying for a lot of the equipment that we would be sending into the European theater. So I very much want to see us uh, expanding the partnerships with, with countries like Georgia that share our interests, they share our values, and, and making sure that we get them the weapon systems they need, and they're willing to pay for them. They are. And so, and so, and so let's share the cost. Um, with our European allies, you've got you've got countries like uh, Germany now that are finally saying, "Hey, we we actually do need to do our two percent." Which, if you go back and remember, that's what Trump was pushing for a few that's years ago, was. saying, yep. "Everybody, you know, Russia's a threat. We need to be making sure that we're prepared to defend against them." And then we also need to look at things from a a partner centric purchasing system. So if we decide that for the European region, for our NATO area, that we need 10 additional destroyers, for example, and if we decide that the U.S. is going to buy five and Germany is going to buy 
a couple and Britain's going to buy a couple and another country's going to buy one, then we need to be able to go to the shipbuilders and say, we, we want to sign a contract for 10 ships and, 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 and get a better deal than we're currently getting by buying one per year, for example. And, and just like if you go to buy a car, uh, you can in, in the old days, anyway, you could get a better deal if you were going to buy a fleet of vehicles instead of an individual. Right. We need to find a mutually beneficial contracting arrangement for our NATO partners and, and other countries that share our interests and our values. And candidly, we can pay less, and the people that are actually selling us the equipment, it cuts their cost to give them a consistent you know, purchase. It so does. it can be a win-win-win situation, and, and that's what I hope. Uh, as it comes before us, we're able to get more more for the U.S. tax dollar. Yeah, I think everybody's rooting for that. Uh, you mentioned President Trump. I just want to ask this question because my interview with him earlier, so he got a lot of attention for something else, but he actually talked a little bit about the future of national security in America. And uh, specific, I asked him about China because we're focused on Russia, but China's watching everything and looking how it's going to get its advantage. And I asked him, is there room for a NATO in the Pacific, a PATO, a Pacific Alliance. In the, mm-hmm. uh, and he said either that or we extend NATO's mission, but we've got to have a stronger military alliance. We have to build on the quad, which he started when he was president. Do you think Congress is thinking that way, that we've got to create greater deterrence in the Pacific? You saw China say, we're going to build as many islands as we want in the South Pacific. Is Congress, you think, ready to realize it uh, or, or to make some sort of alliance in the Pacific that's stronger than what we have right now? Absolutely, and so you've got you've got countries like Japan, countries like Australia. Australia has fought with us in every single war that we have ever been sure in. By have. the way, you've got uh, countries like India that, um, or continents like India, I should say. We have more people over there that share our interests and our values than than are aligned with China, and and those are the countries that we need to be focused on. And again, it's another another area where uh, we don't have to foot all of the bill is the United States. We, we need to be partnering with those those countries, uh, continents in some cases, that share our interests and our values and, and have those alliances that, you know, he was talking about. You know, we're stronger together, and, and we're going to fight by, with, and through uh, our, our partners. And so let's go ahead and, and, and develop the systems and the strategy uh, that revolves around the way we're going to fight. Yeah, so smart. So much common sense. Congressman, it is always an honor to have you on the show. You always bring lots of news and wisdom, and I want to thank you for your time today. Hey, thank you, John. All right, sirs. Have a good day. Folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to play an interview we did last night with Carrie Lake, the governor, gubernatorial candidate in Arizona. She had something profound to say about the border. You're not going to want to miss it right after this commercial message. Folks, Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule, that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store. Factor makes it easy. As they are flexible to your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. 
Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge a signature on a home sale form. Then he or she refiles as the new owner, and bam, your home is not in your name, and all of a sudden, debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. Hey, we're going to do something from last night's television show. You know it, just the news, not noise. I get the great opportunity to sit alongside the amazing Amanda Head, who's one of the greatest journalists, really just a great questioner, interviewer, thought leader. We had Carrie Lake on. She's a former TV journalist, sort of like us guys. And she is now running for office in Arizona to be the next Republican governor of Arizona to succeed Governor Ducey there. And she has talked, you know, courageously about election integrity. She's not afraid to have that conversation. A lot of Republicans are squeamish about it. Not her, but she's also been one of the most salient voices on the border. And not just throwing up their hands saying, we can't do anything until we get Joe Biden out. She has some ideas. And last night on our TV show, we wrapped up with her and she got right down and put something on the table. On day one, if she's elected Arizona governor, she told us what she's going to do. We want you to hear that next. Listen to this. It's a lot of fun. We're so glad to have this last guest with us today. When we were down at Mar-a-Lago with President Trump, he couldn't stop talking about her. She's the Arizona Republican gubernatorial candidate, Carrie Lake. Carrie, great to have you on the show. It's so good to be here, Amanda and John. Thanks for having me on. Well, we love it. We want to talk all the issues that you've been bringing up. You're not afraid to talk about election integrity, not afraid to talk about what's really going on in the border. And I want to read you something that just came off of Just the News just a few minutes ago. Senator John Cornyn said, there's a tsunami coming to Arizona. I don't think he was referring to the weather. He's talking about that crush of humanity that's going to collide at the border the second Joe Biden lifts Title 42. What's your concern about what, where the president's about to go? Well, we already have a tsunami at our border with this invasion, and it truly is an invasion. I know the left wants to ignore it and act like it's not happening. I've been to the border. I've seen it with my own eyes several times. 
And that is nothing compared to what's about to hit us when Title 42 is pulled away. And it's so typical of Joe Biden and his administration, their America last policies since day one. We were down at the border and we saw people pouring across. Now, when President Trump was in office, this didn't happen. He got that wall moving. He made sure the remain in Mexico policy was in full force. And Joe Biden pulled that on day one. And I don't know that the people of Arizona are ready for it. I'm concerned that our current governor, Doug Ducey, is not doing enough. He needs to get troops down on the border. He needs to have armed troops on the border. And we need to start pushing people back and not allowing them to come in. We can't absorb the world's problems. And unfortunately, our governor has been weak on the border. He needs to be stronger, especially if this Title 42 is pulled, because we're going to have an avalanche of people and Arizona is going to have to deal with uh, the brunt of that problem. Carrie, while we're talking about the border uh, with with President Joe Biden in office, if you win the governorship, what can you do as governor of Arizona, uh, not including the federal government? What can you do to protect your own state? Well, we can protect our own border. The Constitution allows that. Of course, Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution, the Guarantee Clause, requires that the federal government protect us from invasion. But they are not doing that. It's a dereliction of duty on Joe Biden's part. So Article 1, Section 10 allows for the state to step in and protect their citizens when there is imminent danger and an invasion, which there is currently on our border. So we're going to take it into our own hands. We're going to finish President Trump's wall. On day one, I will issue a declaration of invasion. We're going to send our troops down to the border, Arizona National Guard troops. We're going to arm them and allow them to arrest and detain people until we process them and send them back over the border. It's pretty simple. You protect your people, and that needs to be done. And right now, our government's failing on that, and the states are going to have to protect our border. I think we can get help from other like-minded states. The other red states, they're all border states right now, if you think about it. We can get those other states to sign an interstate compact with us. We can pool our resources and our knowledge, and we can protect this country from the invasion that's happening at the border. When, When this thing is pulled, when Title 42 is pulled, We're going to see an invasion here on our homeland, unlike we've ever seen before, since the founding of this country. We will have an invasion right here at home, while Joe Biden has his sights set abroad over in Ukraine at their border. We've got a major issue here. Yeah, it's amazing that we're willing to help that country protect its border while leaving ours wide open. It's just crazy. Gary, you were such a successful journalist. You had the trust of your audience, the trust of your colleagues. You jump into politics and then all of a sudden you watch the mainstream media try to jump into it any different way they could. How frustrating is it that the media won't give uh, an honest shake to the issues that really the people of Arizona, the people of America care about, particularly election integrity? You've been fearless in addressing the issues. You're moving that debate in your state. Uh, What do you think uh, the media has done wrong? And do you think there's ever a moment where they say, you know what? We went off the rails here. We got to get back to the way we used to be. It's shocking. I mean, there's no curiosity with the journalists. And I, I get it. It's the bosses. It's the bosses telling them don't cover that story and, and don't cover it fairly. And then, of course, you have a bunch of corrupt journalists as well. They're leftists. They they don't care that the election was stolen because their guy won. I should say won. And the problem is that we need to look out for our elections 
We need to get to the bottom of the 2020. And, and we're not doing this just for 2020. We're doing it for every election moving forward. I want to know that my children, my grandchildren, when they vote in the future, have honest elections. But we'll never have honest elections if we try to sweep 2020 under the rug. That election was corrupt. And we had establishment politicians who knew it was corrupt. They allowed it to happen. And then they certified a corrupt, fraudulent election. And we have to fix that. I hear a lot of people, John, saying, oh, let it go. It's, it's causing just a lot of chaos by bringing it up all the time. Well, no, they caused the chaos by cheating. They caused the chaos. And now we've got to fix the damage. And stolen elections have serious consequences. Unfortunately, we in Arizona are feeling it more than I believe in other states. Not only do we have the inflation, we can't afford our groceries, our gasoline. We can't afford rent. And now we've got an invasion at our border that is uh, causing people to die from fentanyl poisoning. It's just horrendous what's happening. So if we don't deal with that election of 2020, we're going to have to continue to feel these consequences of the stolen election. And I had a vote that was stolen. They gave me a Sharpie and they never should have given us a Sharpie. We found out that that was true. That was a problem. They gave me a ballot that was uh, that was not aligned properly and they adjudicated my vote. So somebody else decided who I voted for. And you know what? I've got a real problem with that. So I'm doing this for myself, for my children, for my grandchildren, every other Arizonan whose vote was taken from them. We've got to have fair elections or the people we vote into office will never make it there. and We'll never get all of the issues we have fixed. Uh, Carrie, we know if you're in, this won't be swept under the rug. We're going to get to the truth. No, all right, we thank you so much for joining us. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you your 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick. House Nutrition, and of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out. 
higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. So grateful that you could join us. So happy that we could have Congressman Austin Scott on. I'll tell you, every time we talk to him, there's just a level of common sense of understanding what people really want. None of the ivory tower baloney that goes on in Washington, D.C. He's grounded. He has common sense. He can call out his own party like Madison Cawthorn. He can call out Joe Biden with equal vigor because I think he just wants to be a common sense leader in America. I think people want more of that in Washington. They're tired of the elitism. They're tired of the dishonesty. They're tired of the dirty tricks. They want the people's business to be done. And I Every time I think of Congressman, we have him on, he really is focused on doing the people's business. I thought that was a really great interview, really exciting conversation to have. And of course, everybody's going to remember what Carrie Lake said last night. If she's elected governor in November, and she's got a long way to go, got to win the primary, got to get in there. But if she's elected governor, she just made a commitment you just heard. She's going to sign a declaration of invasion and send our troops to the border as a governor. That is a pretty big deal, and you heard it here, and I wanted you to hear that before we wrapped up the day today. So I want to thank you for listening, staying for that. I thought it was a great moment, a newsy moment in the course of our TV show last night. Now, join in tonight if you want to check out the TV show tonight. We've got a good one. Yes, the governor of the great state of South Dakota, Christy Nome is on. That's right, Christy Nome is in the house today. That is a big interview. She was on the podcast a couple months ago, made a lot of news, so much to talk about with the governor. By the way, she's speaking next weekend at the Reagan Library. That's a big deal. People go to Reagan Library, tend to run for president. I just want to point that out. Just keep that in the back burner. We're also got some other great guests on, including Congressman Troy Nels and Congressman McClintock from the great state of California. Tune into the show. How do you do that? You go to Real America's Voice, Channel 219. If you got Dish Network satellite television, it's Channel 240. If you use the internet-based Pluto television network, it's on Roku, it's on Apple, it's on Samsung, it's on all of the streaming devices. And if not, yeah, I got another way you can watch it. You can just download the Real America's Voice app, watch us anytime, or I'll even make it easier. You're Just the News fans, right? Just download the Just the News app from the iOS store or the Android Google Store, and you can hit the watch button down at the bottom of the app. It'll take you to the TV page. You can watch Amanda and I all day long. You can binge watch. You can watch the day of the show, whatever your heart desires. But a great show tonight. You're not going to want to miss Christy Nim, so check that out. I think it'll be a great show. Now, before we go, if you've been checking the economy lately, there is heartburn in 
the pit of your stomach. There is the Adam's apple choking up in your throat. Why? Because everybody kind of gets the sense that this economy is in a bubble that could burst at any moment. And you've worked hard for your retirement. You've worked hard to make sure that when you finally pack it in and say, I'm done, I'm retiring, I'm going to the ranch, I'm doing whatever, that you have a nest egg for you, your spouse, your children. Well, you don't want to put that at risk in a major recession or a major time of economic upheaval, which a lot of people are predicting. So here is something that's pretty good. Our partners, our friends at Birch Gold Group, you know, we put Philip Patrick on here. I think he has some of the most insightful economic analysis you'll ever hear. Our audience loves when he comes on. We're now bringing him on the TV show when we can. But the Birch Gold Group does more than just give good economic interviews. They're in the precious metals business. They're there to give you a gold and silver option for your investment portfolio and not just your everyday investment portfolio, specifically your retirement portfolio. I didn't know this until I met them, until we partnered with them. There are IRAs and there are 401ks where you can invest in gold and silver. Diversify your portfolio. Protect yourself from the bursting bubble of the stock market if it were to come. And it's simple on how you get started. You don't have to know anything more than this. I made it even simpler. You don't even have to go to the website. All you have to do is text the word Just News to 989898. That's pretty easy, right? Text the word Just News to 989898, 398s. That's easy to remember. And Birch Gold is going to send you a no cost, no obligation info kit, 20 page kit. It's amazing. I got it. That's how I got educated. I downloaded the kit. This comprehensive 20 page guide reveals how you can even convert your IRA or eligible 401k into gold and silver. That's something I learned and I'm in the process of doing right now. You do all this all under the umbrella of a tax-sheltered account. That's the great thing about 401ks and IRAs. Text the word right now, Just News to 989898. You do it right now, you're going to get on this free info kit. You're going to learn it. You're going to get smart. You'll make your own decisions on what's best for you. But hey, a little gold and a little silver is a good idea to balance out your portfolio, particularly when economic times are as uncertain as they are today. So go check out my good friends at Birch Gold Group one more time. You just have to text the word Just News to 989898. That's it. Nothing more than that. All right, folks, that wraps it up for the day. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News. Buckle your seatbelt. Get ready. We've got a great show tonight on TV. Check us out, and we'll be back tomorrow with another great show. Until then, if you get a news fix, you're hungry, you want to see what's going on in the world, check out justthenews.com 24-7. Download our app. That's a great way to experience all that we do, the podcast, the television show, the daily quiz, all the things that we have on that site. Check it out. And then we're going to be back tomorrow with another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Justin News. Have a good night. God bless you. God bless this incredible country, as he always has. I'm signing off. It's John Solomon. Good night. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. 
All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. 